One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, everyone. Happy day 53 of the program. Okay, so today's the day where we are splitting up your meals and snacks as part of this week's week. So week seven. So first few days of the week, all about bringing it back to satisfaction, uh, maximizing, doing all the things, following that food plan, asking yourself those four questions. And then today we are going to start splitting up your meals and snacks. Now, some of you will be able to split up all your meals and snacks and some of you only a few of your meals and snacks and that's okay. I want you to know that even if you just do the basics, following the food plan, you know, eating just enough so that when you're walking away, you're feeling satisfied, not stuff with those portions, maximizing, doing all the things, you should still very much expect the scale to move just like it's been moving up until this point. So the tweaks each week are just to help things move along a little quicker, um, to go a little deeper into the psychology behind what you are doing each week and what the focus is. So if you can imagine with this tweak, just the thought of eating so often, splitting up all your meals and snacks, it's exhausting because it's exhausting. It's not normal to be eating so often. So the psychology behind that is you take people who've been dieting a re- many years of their lives. And now all of a sudden they have to eat. It also helps you understand the effort it takes to prioritize yourself, to constantly have to think, right? So there's a lot behind that. And then also when it comes to those portions, this is another way to get in tune to your portion sizes. Um, downsizing really freaked a lot of people out because it brought up a lot of feels associated to dieting, food scarcity, food waste issues, right? So this is the opposite effect. And it's really fascinating when you take the same portion, like for example, at lunch that you were eating in the last couple of days of satisfaction and you split it in two and nine times out of 10, once you eat that first portion, you're going to realize you're not all that hungry or hungry at all for the second portion after you give your body time to start processing and digesting your food and in knowing that you can have it if you want it. And that's where when downsizing that food scarcity issue or food waste issue or that fear of feeling hunger would become in, right? And now that you have the option, you can eat it if you want. There's not much, not as much pressure to try to not eat it. So you eat that first portion. You're going to ask those four questions. Now, at the end of eating that four portion, you might feel like you're still hungry. So you're going to wait that half hour. And then you're going to mindfully consume the second portion, asking those four questions. And then you're going to eat just enough. So then when you walk away from that portion, you're feeling satisfied and not stuffed. Now, if you eat that first portion and 30 minutes goes by and you're not hungry for that second portion, then you're still going to eat those few token bites. So now people always ask about the timing of this. So ideally half hour is that sweet spot. You know, it could be 15, 20 minutes until your next meal or snack, but I wouldn't go any longer than like 40 minutes on the back end of that. Like if you just wait an hour, you might as well just be eating your next meal or snack coming down the pipeline. Um, the other question people ask about dinner. So, you know, if, I, if I'm getting home late and I'm eating dinner like 8.39, should I bother splitting the meal? It's going to have me eating a little bit later. It's probably best if you just mindfully eat that portion, right? Um, so I love this tweak. This tweak especially works really well for people whose bodies maybe didn't connect with downsizing um, because this is feeding into and giving your body more of what it needs rather than less, right? So now I do want to address something. Um, yesterday, someone said, no, you in a live, you 
talked about how your portion should be naturally reducing. Do I need to, is that what's causing us to lose weight? There's so many things that you're doing at this point that are helping facilitate your body being able to release fat. You have to remember your body doesn't want the fat. So if you give it what it needs and you provide it the opportunity to focus on fat loss, it will. Um, this is where getting good sleep, managing your stress, adding in supplements if you need, all these things are adding up to make a big difference. But when it comes to portions, it's all about what you're used to consuming and feeding the size body that you are now. Like if you're sitting here and you want to lose 60 pounds, your body with 60 pounds less, chances are, is going to need a lot less food. So it's a matter of, a matter of getting really in tune to your body's needs and portion sizes. So, but, but mostly it's about helping the bot, facilitating helping the body release fat at a, at a rate that it can adjust to. And that's where set point comes in. So your body is used to functioning at a certain weight and it has everything jigged around that your body temperature blood flow your metabolism um, sodium levels how much food it needs how much insulin it's used to consuming so over the past six now seven weeks right we've been decreasing the amount of food that you, you've been consuming decreasing the amount of insulin your body is used to producing uh, helping the body release fat and then giving it the time to adjust to that weight loss that's what plateaus are all about and then your body's going to release release fat again and you're going to hit another plateau and then also on top of plateaus you're noticing your body change because your body is taking the resources the healthy nutrient rich foods that you are consuming and making change repairing rebuilding regenerating rejuvenating right so you are losing your weight at the same time that you are making your body stronger right not just physically but also mentally and then you're also working through issues and associations and triggers, right? Also habits, you're busting through old habits that kind of you recognize no longer serve you and then creating new habits and reinforce those. And then you're also working through beliefs, right? I'm never going to be able to lose this weight and you know, whatever that might be, or I, you know, and also coping mechanisms in how you utilize foods, right? So there's a lot going on at this point. At this point, you really are juggling a lot of balls. Um, so even if you're dropping a few of them, you should still expect that scale to move. It's just about, you know, to maximize your efforts, make sure you're doing all the things that you can possibly do to be as proactive as possible with this process. So I love this tweak. It's highly inconvenient. It's fucking exhausting, but it's really super cool. Um, those four questions, you want to keep asking those every single meal and snack. Not only will it help you get in tune to your portions, you'll learn a lot about how your body processes and digests your foods. Eventually you want that to become second nature. Um, I also have to talk about the, the level up to this tweak, which is separating your proteins from your carbs. Now, what that does is help teach you how protein, everyone talks about protein. First of all, it's way overrated. You want to make sure you get enough protein, but it's not something you have to count, weigh, measure protein shakes, any of that. You don't need that. You just want to make sure you're getting protein in. But protein and fat feed into what's called your satiety hormones and they make you feel more satisfied. So this is sort of where, and as we move forward, we're going to be making tweaks to the food plan. So don't say, why are we not doing that yet? But say, take your fruit snack. So if you take an apple, you're going to get a certain amount of energy from that. Like you, you eat the apple, your body breaks it down, stores it as glycogen, right? And you get a certain amount of energy from that apple. So if you were to eat half of the apple and add some protein and fat to that, not only are you going to get the energy from the apple, but you're going to get more sustaining energy from the, the from the protein and fat from the nuts. 
And so that's why it's a great idea when you are consuming carbohydrates like fruits to add a protein and fat to them. Now, if you're going to ask me, then why aren't we doing that already? It's probably because you haven't watched the food plan. There's a rhyme and a reason to why we're having that fruit on its own up until this point. And that's going to be changing in the next couple of weeks, right? So, so this is where you really start to learn how satisfying adding protein and fat to your meals are, right? So it's, it's all about learning how your food choices affect your body especially the energy that you're getting from them. And then also how much longer they take to break down. This is a whole other conversation. Some foods like fruits break down a lot quicker than others. So your fruits, for example, will break down in a half an hour into usable energy where your vegetables can take like 90 minutes in order for your body to break them down. Um, Fish, for example, can take about 40 minutes to break down, whereas red meat can take five hours to break down, right? So these are things we're going to factor in, talk a lot lot more about as we start to really cut toward, get towards the end of the program. I'm really fine tuning things, but it's, this is all part of the process. It's super fascinating. Where are my questions? Why do I not have any comments here? Where are we? Okay. Let me see if I can scroll down. I'm so disappointed in myself. Hi, Cindy. The scale is up and I know why I need to get back to the basic food plan. Where'd that go? Uh, split my meals and snacks and focus on the 20 questions. I've got this. You know what? I, you do have this. Um, let's talk about being disappointed in yourself because you're doing the best you can, right? Like that. And, and, and the best you can, you, you've done what you've done and it's perfect because it's all brought you to this point where you are disappointed in yourself, right? So, and why, and what do you need to do about that? That's like, so that's so deep and such a non-scale victory to have the kind of sense of awareness. So what you have to do is go deeper than that. You have to go rather than I'm disappointed. I'm going to willpower my ass off. I'm going to do what I need to do. Ask yourself, why are you disappointed in yourself? What is it about? Are you, you know, not prioritizing your yourself? Is this a pattern that you always do? Like, why are you not doing the things that you know you need, not only you need to do, but you want to do? What is it and what can you do about it? So a lot of times we want to stay in the feels, like especially disappointment, because we believe that if we punish ourselves or we're disappointed in ourselves, it's going to get us to do what we need to do. When a lot of times it's just... (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't, right? Like we feel the feels, but it doesn't actually lead being disappointed into ourselves with ourselves doesn't necessarily always lead to action. So this is where at this point in the program, you want to go deeper into those fields. And if you've heard me talk about turn up the volume, and we got that from uh, Sarah Shulman, one of our uh, Spill the Tea guests. And she talked about this, about, you know, turning that volume up. Like what, what is this really about? Why am I disappointed? You are still here. Seven freaking weeks in. And this program is no joke. That in itself, still being here at this point, is something that you should be super stoked about and and proud of yourself, right? So so this could be where you need to focus in on the things that you are doing really well, you know? And this is why with the program, you know, when I first started creating my app. People would say, well, you need to have a place to track what people aren't doing when they do indulge and when they do this and they don't do that, whatever. And I'm like, why? Why do we want to focus on the things we're not doing? Why do we want to focus on the things we're adding in that are setting us back? Why don't we just focus on where we're going and what we need to do? Because that shit feels so much better. And when you're feeling really good about the things that you're doing, you're more likely to keep doing those things. And so even the app is kind of built around this, right? This is also why we don't go back in the program. We don't like going 
back is just, it's messy. There's no momentum. It's just like, it's just, it's, you don't want to go back. You just want to keep moving forward or this whole concept. I'm, I'm hearing more and more people at this point, because I know they're putting the pressure on themselves at the end of the program coming, which we still have a lot of time left. And they're just like, well, should I just go back to the beginning? Every time I hear that, my heart is just like, Ugh, why? You don't know. Just keep moving forward. There's so much value in following through and finishing even if you don't do as great as you wanted to do. You, you've got to follow through and finish because here's the thing. Program works. I mean, at this point, you know this. We're, we got so many before and after stories. We got, you know, we've helped hundreds of thousands of people at this point. Like we, we're talking to real people on Spill the Tea. We have our Lady Loser Spotlight. I mean, at the end of the day, chances are you are in here because you know someone who's been successful. So you know the program works. But rather than going back and try to perfect it and all of that, just follow through and finish. There's so much value in being here at the end and knowing that you did that. And then there's so much value in knowing what you needed to do, following through, being there at the end and knowing how you can do it better. There's so much value in that. Okay. I know what this is all about. I see it. Okay. This is what it is. So next time I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Maybe you didn't set your intentions and end of day reflections this time, which is not too late. You can start doing that like right now, right? Um, maybe you didn't keep a journal. Maybe you didn't use our app, right? Which is still, it's not too late. You can still use that app. Start, you can fast track right to where we are in the program and start using that app. You know, um, maybe you didn't do this. Maybe you didn't do that. Well, start doing it now, right? And then feel the energy of that. It's just so forward moving. It's so hopeful. If you feel the energy of going back and repeating because you feel like you didn't do it as good as you, you know, could have, it's just such a downer vibe. The whole energy of that is just icky. It's a downer. And how many times have you done that with every other diet you've ever done where you just constantly start again, start again, start again, start again. So it could be that you're falling into that pattern of thought where you normally get six weeks into the program and, you know, this is where you bail, right? It's not working for me. Ah, I can't be bothered. Oh, summer is coming. Ah, I don't know. No, I don't feel like it. Blah, blah. So you you end up quitting and then you keep starting again and you get to the same start, same point when you quit and you start again. So it's no different with this diet. So if that's what you've done with every other diet, chances are you're going to be tempted to do it with this one, right? So so be 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 excited about the fact that you're disappointed in yourself and ask yourself, why? Why am I disappointed in myself? What's that all about? You know, I'm doing this and this and this and this, and that's amazing. Obviously, I'm doing something that I'm not happy about. So you're doing something that is is no longer working for you. And when you recognize what that is, then you have a like a, an opportunity and chance to capture it, <laughs> cancel it, and correct it, right? We talked about with Dr. Beverly, um, which if you have not had an opportunity to listen to her, her segment uh, the other day, um, the psychology behind weight loss sort of part two that we've done. I mean, both the conversations we had with her are just amazing. Um, but that's what this is about, right? That, that That's what this is about. It's like, it's, it's like recognize what you're doing that no longer works for you and reinforcing the things that you are doing that are helping you get one step closer to reaching that goal. Um, being here at the end is a fabulous feeling. Hi, Sky. And now I'm on my second round. This feels like it is flying by. I'm having zero doubts about being here at the end. I love this program. Yes, that is gold. That 
is magic. That is priceless. You're going to get so much more out of that than going back and trying to be perfect at what you're doing. Follow through and finish. That's why this program, I broke it down into three months. Three months because 12 weeks is enough time to make actual change and it's digestible, right? Some people need need six months. They need nine months. They need a year. Some people need two years based on the amount of weight they need to lose, the issues and the baggage that they're bringing forward and they need to work through. You know, some people, you know, only need three months to lose the weight and then they need six months of working through that mental part, the issues and associations and all of that, right? So, but it's broken down into the digestible bits. And there's so much to say about that, following through and then finishing the process and knowing that you can do it, right? And then you do it next time, you make a plan. I'm just, my whole life is all about leveling up. My whole life is all about leveling up. So even when the way these groups are growing, the way I look at it is, well, if I do, so my first group had, you know, I was like only expecting like maybe 40 people to sign up for my first group. So my first group, I did for free. I had this idea of running these groups. I already, I already had the living method down. I, you know, have been helping people lose weight for years. Um, when I, so when I decided I wanted to do it on a larger scale, how can I scale? How can I help more people? And so I came up with this idea of doing this Facebook group. So my first group was for free, 484 people. And I showed up and it was, man, I was a hot mess. I, I knew, I knew how to help people lose weight, but I didn't know what I was doing in terms of Facebook and how to help so many people and how it was all going to go logistically. And I did my first program and it, it was great. Was it perfect? Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, <laughs> far from it. But I just thought, okay, this was successful. All I got to do is take what I've learned from the la- this program that I've done and level up, make some improvements, make some changes. And that's literally what I've done group over group over group over group. It's very reflective in my book. Um, You know, my very first book, I mean, my very first book was just like, I think I should win the Guinness like world record for putting out um, the most number one bestsellers with the most spelling and grammatical mistakes. I, 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 my books have so many spelling mistakes. If you, ha- if you have that first book, man, it, it's a riot to go through it. But I wasn't, I was just about getting the information out, right? It wasn't about perfecting it. It's like, okay, well, how can I help people? And then book over book over book over book and six number one bestsellers later, um, I'm, I'm, it's almost there. It's still far from perfect. There's still so much that I want to do, but it's just about leveling up each time. It's like these groups if you've been with us for a while. So with the first group, there was no guides. So the information was was super chaotic. There was no app. There was no book. There was no team of people helping to answer questions. It was like straight up chaos, but it worked and it was effective. And so group over group is just leveling up and your weight loss journey. And that's how I do everything in my life. I just think, well, if if it works on this scale, it's going to work on the next scale. And I just, you know, just keep going, keep leveling up, keep them up. And your weight loss journey is no different. So you're taking the things that you are learning and you're just building and building and building and building. And that's how the program actually is structured where one week, leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next, leads into the next, where one week builds on the on the previous week and builds on the previous week and builds on the previous week. So you are leveling up not only your health and your wellness, but your knowledge along the way and that mind-body connection, right? So you're kind of strengthening up and le- leveling up, you know? And that's what I love about Dr. Beverly 
for example, with this process, I wanted to level up this program and this process. And I knew the psychology behind weight loss was a missing element. I had been searching for years for a Dr. Beverly and she's just, you know, she's, she's come on board and she's amazing, but that's just about leveling up. And the next, I want to get an endocrinologist. I want to, I want to uh, get an endocrinologist, start talking more in depth about hormones, you know, and we're just, we're far from done. We're just gonna keep leveling. So the same with your, your journey, how can you level up? And that's where, that's where maximizing came from. That's where maximizing came from. Even with my own personal clients, they'd be like, what more can I do? What more can I do? What more can I do? And I was like, okay, let's dive into it. What more can you do? You know, I'm so excited this morning. Uh, Scale is finally moving again. Hi, Petra. I'm two pounds away from my goal for this round. Maybe I will reach my goal I made for next round this time. This is this is just the scale victory. I have so many non-scale victories, which means a lot more. Finally, I'm 57. I'm getting the body I've dreamed of all my life. Yeah, I love this. Ah, you know that that's huge the the body body and probably the mindset that you just you're feeling like you've wanted to feel you know 57 years in and you're finally feeling your best you know what I mean like that is so huge how many of us have thought I want to do this I want to feel like that I want to make this change I want to do this I want especially when it comes to weight loss you know and it's just about the things that you're pulling together you're doing a little this you're doing that and then just you know by leveling up leveling up next thing you know you're there you know I love that. I saw a very negative comment yesterday on Facebook regarding the Gina Livy diet. Did you? From who? I want to know. I, I, you know, it's fascinating. I kind of live in this world where I'm not exposed to that because if someone has something to say, I don't have time for it. Uh, I just, I don't even have time for it. I used to, I used to get into, you know, I used to get into it and people like, oh, well, if you're defending your program, like you're just defensive, then you're just showing that. I'm like, no, sometimes you're defensive because you're being attacked. Um, I used to, I really used to, Tony used to call it chasing cars. It's like I I was like... I want to, not to prove, it's not that I want to prove that my program, I'm, I'm over proving that my program works. There's there's enough data to prove that. It's <laughs> enough data to prove it. I don't, the numbers have proved it for me. Um, I don't need to prove it anymore. Um, I have been, where is that? I want to, I want to, just bring that up so I can remember. How can I get this comment? Hopefully it'll stay there. Um, I have been, man, I've had so many conversations over the years, like the water conversation, right? So for, for 30 years, I've been telling people to drink like three and a half liters as a base, like more water than what they need. And man, I used to get into arguments with people like you're, you're going to, people are going to die and you know, water's going to kill them. And then finally, 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 Oh, just in the last probably year and a bit, it's now science, right? Three and a half, two point seven, three and a half liters. Harp. Thank you, Harvard. Thank you, Mayo Clinic. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, science, for finally looking into this. The whole um, egg thing. You know, there was a there was a time where eggs were really vilified, and I'd be telling people, people are gonna have high cholesterol. They're gonna die over eggs. I'm like, no, it's not. That's not it. Eggs are good for you. The eggs are great for you. Um, and butter. Oh my lord. The butter versus margarine conversation, I, I cannot. It's still it, like to this day. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, people believe what they want to believe. And I can always spot someone who doesn't know anything about the program or they've caught a clip or something like this. And you can just tell they've, they've never been through the program or they've never followed through. They've never finished. Um, you know, you can always just tell. So I've learned over the years that I'm going to stay focused on the people who want to be here and stay focused on the people who get it, you know, and that's really, it's, it's probably saved me from having a heart attack. <laughs> 
I don't have time for it. Um, when it comes to these groups, um, I think we have something really special. I love our, our Libby Loser community. Um, I mean, even the name Libby Losers, it's just kind of like, I'm, I'm, I feel like I've been a loser my whole entire life. I'm, I'm not cool. I'm not part of the popular kids. And I would take being a Libby Loser any day. And that's where the Livy Loser thing is the play on being a loser. Yeah, I want to be a loser in my life. Absolutely, I do. Um, but these groups, it's really important to me that we have a positive, safe space for people to work through their journey. Also, a really positive, safe space for me to show up every day and want to help people. A positive, safe space for my team to show up every day. And, you know, mental health is no joke, man. And life is fucking hard enough. And when you're just trying to, like, make changes in your life. And so here's the thing about about anyone saying and I'll read your comment I haven't read it yet anyone saying anything negative about the Libby method what is negative about trying to strengthen your mind body connection and fix your relationship not only with just food but yourself what is negative about showing up for yourself and prioritizing yourself every day just making a little bit of space for you to make choices that make you feel really good what is negative about just trying to feel your best what is negative about trying to manage your stress and all the ways you can do that what's negative about trying to get better sleep better quality sleep what's negative about eating whole nutrient rich foods what's negative about learning about eating in tune to your body's needs and differentiating between wants and needs. What is negative about working through your issues and your associations and bringing awareness and just trying to get to a place where you feel good, not just physically, mentally? What is negative about trying to lose weight in a healthy way that you're not counting and weighing and measuring your foods? You don't need fucking math to figure it out. You know, what is negative about, you know, turning around those negative thoughts where you're berating yourself day in, day out because you're eat less, you know, exercise more, diet and fucking working for you. Do you know, like what is so negative about the program and the process? So at the end of the day, I've gotten to this place where I don't give a fuck about anybody who just doesn't believe in the program and the process. Um, the other day, someone came on an Instagram post and they were like, um, oh, they live in math that there's nothing revolutionary about it. Oh, Yeah. Have you seen our data? Have you seen our data? Did you did you go to the Canadian Obesity Summit? It's pretty fucking revolutionary. It's pretty fucking exciting at the end of the day. People are losing a clinical amount of weight, which is more than 5%, not only in six months, which is the standard, but three months. And on top of that, people are actually making a difference they're making a difference in their health and wellness, getting off blood pressure meds, cholesterol meds, decreasing thyroid meds, you know, decreasing their, their, their diabetes medication. It's pretty fucking revolutionary at the end of the day. And then on top of that, they talked about how, oh, she just, you know, she talks about how you can lose your weight forever. That's fucking bullshit. Really? Well, how sad for you that you don't believe that if you put on weight that you can actually lose it. Why can't you lose it? Every extra pound of fat is hard on your body. That's science. That's science saying that. <laughs> so why the hell would your body want to lug around a bunch of excess fat that's making you sick and unhealthy at the end of the day? You know what the problem is? Is people aren't willing to do the work. They're not willing to put the time and effort. And there's no one out there willing to tell people how it actually fucking is. I am the worst promoter of my program. I will tell you that you might not lose weight for the first few weeks of the program. You might not even lose weight 
during the entire program. I'll tell you, it's not a quick fix. I will tell you all the things you don't want to hear. I will tell you it's fucking frustrating. I will tell you, you will probably want to quit. I will tell you that there's this whole messy middle that just fucking sucks. Am I a great salesman for my program? No, but you know what I do know? This is that this shit works and it works really well. And if you want to lose your weight in a healthy, sustainable way, this is it, man. So bring it on, bring it on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Anyway, uh, I saw a very negative comment yesterday on Facebook regarding the diet. It pissed me off and I just wanted to say something nasty, but I took a moment to think that we have all struggles. We all have an emotional pain and we have all been through shit. Anyway, this community reached out with kindness, motivating words and respect. This person ended up thanking people for their feedback. I hope this has helped her through the roadblock. Be kind, everybody. We all have our story. This, this is it exactly. So, you know, this is why I will give people a break because they'll come into the program and it's like they'll sabotage themselves i see it all the time because i will kick people out and just give them their money back if like they just being assholes right um but but sometimes it's because they just want it so bad and they're just in a funk and they've been through hell and then that's they're sabotaging themselves and that i am aware of that and that really hurts my heart in the program in the process right where someone's like i can see it i'm like really like and and what happens i'll be straight up honest whenever i do kick people out for being an asshole every single time and i, I kick them out but I also give them their money back and i say you know what i think you here's your money back go find something that's better suited to your need Every single time I get hit back up with a two page email about how this program's amazing and it's the only thing that ever's worked for them. And would I please, 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 please let them back in again every single time. And so what I've learned from this is a lot of times it's just someone being frustrated at themselves because you're not frustrated at me. What well, the program is $75. The value that you get here is amazing. We have an amazing staff. We have a program that works. You have people here to support you, help you out, answer all your questions. So if you're pissy pants about it, chances are that's your own issue at the end of the day, you know? So I love that our community does this and meets people with kindness. I just don't have the capacity, so I just don't deal with it at all. But I've seen this time and time again with our community. If it's that level of understanding. And I think if you've experienced a positive, safe space, you recognize the value in that. And I think a lot of people just aren't used to that. People aren't used to kindness. They're not used to empathy. They're used to like sitting in their fields and wanting to 
feel their feels. And a lot of times when people are frustrated in life, they go out looking for people or situations to be frustrated with to perpetuate that and give them excuse to stay in that funk, right? Fester in your funk. So so I, I love that. I love it's because we have the most amazing fucking community on the planet and you guys get it. And we're empathetic. We realize that this shit is hard, you know? This is what I mean by people who want to get there but not willing to put the time and the energy and do the work. And it's not. It's you doing the work at the end of the day. That's what I'm going to tell you at the end of this program. If you're here at the end, you're going to thank me. So many people thank me. Thank you, Gina. Thank you to your team. No, you guys have to thank yourself. If you're here at the end of this program, the process, you're the one you got to thank at the end of the day. You're the one coming to save yourself. You're the one coming to do the work. You're the one working through your shit, you know? So if you can do that in a safe, positive space, it's just, you know, it just provides the platform for you to be even more successful. Um, Great program. Definitely stick with it. Long plateaus get me down, but I come back and start from where I left off. It works. Yeah, Deb, plateau, long plateaus suck. I have a I have a soft spot for people who are struggle with long plateaus. They're not fun. Um, but 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 usually with people who have got long plateaus, they do get rewarded with like bigger chunks, right? You 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 lose that chunk. Maybe your weight goes up a bit. Plateaus for the forever, and then you lose that other chunk. You know, so there is that benefit in that. And if I may, you are solidifying along that way. So what you'll notice is once you do reach your goal, you'll probably need a lot less time on the back end spent solidifying your goal because you're actually solidifying it along the way. So you got to put the time in, you're going to put time in anyway, one way or another, whether you lose your weight quick and then you got to spend more time solidifying or you are solidifying along the way, right? So there definitely is a benefit to that for sure. Uh, Having my best session ever. Hi, Sarah. I'm down 21.4 pounds and really feeling the momentum. Unfortunately, I'm on Paclovid for COVID right now. The metallic taste in my mouth is terrible, but it works. Trying to keep up with the tweaks and it's still happening, feeling good. Okay. First of all, my goodness, um, I hope you feel better sickness protocol don't forget about that sickness protocol um you may not have needed it in the beginning of the program a lot of times people will like want to power through stay on top of that momentum i feel like garbage but i'm going to keep doing what i need to do um so take a look at that sickness protocol so this sort of allows you to uh eat more in tune, still follow the program but eat more in tune to your body's needs right sickness is like its own tweak so each week right we're following the program we're going to be making changes to it and we're, the, the, the tweak and the focus changes each week to get the body's attention to get it to take action when you are sick and not feeling well, you you already have the body's attention. It's already trying to detox the sickness, the virus from your system. So, you know, seven weeks in, if you've been giving your body what it needs, it'll also take that opportunity to release that fat as well, you know? Um, who's this? Hi, Karen. This program has totally changed my mindset about meeting the needs of my body. I never understood what it meant to be in tune to what and how I need to eat and drink. Yeah. <sighs> sustainable weight loss um you got to get to a place where you don't have to count (laughs) and weigh and measure like i said and do math that's so feel the energy of that feel the energy of trying to diet by counting and weighing and measuring it's just it's so outside of yourself it's not in tune you know it's your your body should tell you when to eat what to eat and how much to eat and that's a big part of asking these four questions consistently is it's really yes it's for now to help you get in tune to those portions it's more so for after you've done losing your weight and dr beverly talked about this doing something so often that you don't even need to think about it. habits are just like automatic right you want to do them so often so consistently that they become just automatic and so i i can get to a place where i i can see my food coming if i am at a restaurant the waiter's got it and 
they're bringing. I'm like, that's way too much food. Like, I don't, I don't even have to ask myself, how's this portion for me? I, I already know, right? And even when it comes to knowing when I'm satisfied, I already know. Like, I, I know. And I don't have to ask myself. It's same thing when I go to make food choices for myself every day. You know, um, okay, I'm hungry. What do I want to eat? You know, I, I don't even have to open the fridge. I can open the fridge and be like, do I want protein? Do I want, you know, do I want carbs? Do I want fat? Like, what do, what do I want? Do I want, you know, do I want eggs? Do I want cheese? Do I want soup? Do I want a sandwich? Do I want this? I want that. Like, it's so automatic. I don't even have to open the fridge right now to do that, right? And and same thing, like, just like, let's take a bowl of fruit because we, we're going to have fruit. Some of you have fruit snack coming up, right? So let's say you have a bowl of fruit and or you open the fruit container in your fridge rather than eating the rainbow, right? Like, what is most appealing? Do I want a banana? No. Do I want some cherries? Ah, nah. No. Do I want some raspberries? Okay, maybe blueberries. Yes. Um, you know, watermelon and melon. That's what I want. I know watermelon and melon. Like I just so even when saying blueberries and raspberries, my brain is already way ahead of me going through all the other fruits I know. And that's where I was able to pick pick out of that melon. And deeper than that, watermelon. I want watermelon and melon right now. I don't want a banana. I want watermelon and melon, right? Now, if you have the, obviously, if you have the luxury of having a variety of different fruits, but that's, that's what it is. And so the reason why you're asking those four questions is so that after you're done losing your weight, you don't have to ask those questions. Like I know when, like I'm going out for dinner with Tony and his parents tonight. All right. I already know now I'm, I'm overeating. I don't even have to be there. I already know because like it's a set menu, right? So I already know there's so many courses. There's no way even just eating a bite of each course, I'm going to overeat. So I'm going to make a plan, drink lots of water today, make sure I'm hitting all my meals and snacks so my digestive system is stimulated. I don't even need to be at the restaurant. I already know I'm overeating. I never accidentally overeat. It's always I'm overeating this because it's really good. I know I'm overeating this. I'm making a conscious choice. So this is a big part of you know, what you're learning along the way is to help feed into that sustainability part, right? Like the living method is not a magic pill. Yes, the way that you lose your weight is really important will factor in like giving your body time in those plateaus to your body to adjust. And then, you know, the four step process, lose your weight, right? Solidify your weight, test the waters, move on finally and forever. That's going to help with that. But it really is that mindset and the connections and your issues and associations and your habits that you are working through that lead into that sustainability factor behind it. What is the what is this magic voodoo? I'm down 15.2 pounds and not feeling like I'm starving. Yes, starting to lose slowly, but the last week it has picked up. Wish I knew about this plan years ago. So this is where it does pick up, Beth. This is where this is where some people perceive it, it's a fight and it gets harder as you go, like it may have been and felt on other diets. This is everything is coming together for you. You want your body wants this fat gone just as much as you do. And especially if it's been slow, you should really feel that ramping up. You're building and building and building on it, right? So um and then each tweak just gets better and better as we get even more in tune to our body's needs. So I love that. And, and it's, it's, you know what it is? It's the, it's the reason why it's so radically different is because the diet industry has dug its heels into eat less, exercise more. It's the calories in versus calories out. It's so fascinating to me because, and now all the youngins, because I can say that because I'm 50, the, the youngins that are coming, they're doubling down. They're, they're, they're doubling down on this eat less, exercise more, calories in versus calories out. It's so cute. It's just, it's absolutely adorable. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I think we all know how well calories in versus calories out works. Like, come on now. That is not doing anything 
for obesity rates. Obesity rates keep climbing and climbing. And yes, starving and depriving and forcing your body to burn fat is one way to lose weight. And the diet industry has just built itself around that. And they're so far deep into it that they can't like Weight Watchers. They tried. Weight Watchers tried to come around and say, hey, wellness works. And what they had to do was revamp their program without telling you their shit didn't work. Like they were kept, people were catching on and it wasn't working. So then they revamped. How do you revamp calories in versus calories out? It's the same shit. So they tried to get into the wellness works thing and they tried to do this wishy-washy in-between thing and it didn't work for people because you can't do wishy-washy in-between. You got to like, do you know what I mean? You got to do this way or that way. You got to know exactly what you're working with and what you're doing and it really messed people up and then they lost millions and millions of dollars so now they're at a complete loss and now they're going into the whole pharmaceutical round or whatever so so eating less and exercising more is one way to lose weight i think though as you get older it affects your metabolism which we know and how much less can you eat and how much more can you exercise and you can't lose weight you know so so it's, 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 that's the voodoo is so that the voodoo and the, how I came up with this is, is, is one is I was that person. I was eating hardly anything, exercising my ass off and I couldn't lose weight. And my doctor's response was, well, maybe you're eating too much. And I was eating like a muffin a day. That was it. Maybe a salad and a muffin. Well, you're not exercising enough. Well, I was, I was teaching two to three hardcore aerobics classes each week. That wasn't it. And then at a loss, he's like, well, maybe you're just big boned. Looking back, high stress, lack of sleep, university, three different jobs, over training and exercise, under eating, you know, and then this is when then later on, you know, I started eating more often because I was dating my ex. And you know, there's a whole story behind it that's available on my podcast if you want to listen. Um, the more I ate, the more weight I lost. And people would be like, Oh, my God, what are you doing? And I was just like, just this is the eating over here, you know? And then that's when I went to what is going on? And, you know, why is this process working? And there's just, there's so much to it. I think a lot, that's hard though, right? And it's not a, it's a hard sell as well. Real life is a hard sell. And it's been interesting, even with the program, I've been able to see the progression of the conversation, the progression of the conversation that people are more open to the mind body connection. People are more open now to being in tune. People are more open to self love. And I think the big part of the body positivity movement and, you know, like I didn't talk about my program really is a is a is a is a lesson in self-love, having to prioritize yourself, being in tune with yourself, knowing what your body needs, not just physically, but mentally. Right. And in this pursuit of change, I love change. You know, I love growing and evolving and, you know, working towards my goals. And that's kind of what all of this is. But that can be a little talk about voodoo, a little woo hooey and you know there's a significant difference in the mindset of our, our, our community now um and the the mindset of people who did my very first program you know because they weren't ready to have that conversation and this is what i love about the fact that our program has been has grown on um referrals is that you know chances are you're here because you know someone who's done it or you've had conversations with people about it. We're more open to these conversations. We're more open, for example, to the conversation with Dr. Beverly and how psychology has an impact on your weight loss journey. Like that is so huge, right? Like the hardest part of this process is showing up for yourself at the end of the day. Um, back on track today. Yesterday was a travel day and so off. Glad to be here to catch a live and to be back where I get to con control 
my food and water. Be in tune, Kathy. Be very mindful. I know what you're saying. Be in tune. You have to watch that word control. If you just feel the energy of the control, it's very restrictive, right? That that control. There's a there's that there's a there's like that gotta do it when you just you want to be you want to get be in tune with your body. Your body wants you to feel your best, right? So it's just a matter of what I need to be back in tune with what my body needs in order to feel my best. I need to back in tune with the choices I need to make in order to be feel my best. That is a totally different vibe than I need to control what I'm doing, you know, and I need to get on myself and willpower, just get it fucking done. You know, there's a totally different vibe and energy in that. And, um, you know, the words that you are saying out loud into yourself, they have a certain vibration, right? And this is where if you're finding this process hard, it could be not just making the time to do what you need to do, but your mentality around it, you know, is a big part of that. So control and moderation, those are two words. I think that you can control your in the sense like you have control over this process by choosing to set your intentions and then of day reflections, by choosing to use the app, by choosing to use the tools and resources, by choosing the mindset, by choosing, you know, to think differently, right? But in sense of food, you have to really watch moderation and control. Those are like two words I feel like do not have any place when it comes to dieting. You don't have to moderate anything. You don't have to moderate yourself. You don't have to control yourself. You just have to be in tune and know what your body needs, right? And that's it. Um, that That's it. So our verbiage makes a huge difference. But I know exactly what you mean. I, mean. I just get back on track. You get back to feeling like, okay, you know, I, I've got this. I've got this. This program is helping my health in so many ways. Hi, Chris. I'm down 20 pounds and hit my goal. Amazing. Um, I have reevaluated my goal and now want to lose another nine pounds. Love this. And that will be my finally forever weight. My question, do I sign up for the maintenance group? Um, the next round, I expect to hit the additional nine pounds in this group, or do I sign up for another session? I want to do whatever will help me uh, the most and motivate me the most to keep that goal weight as my family and forever. Okay. I love this question. So we do have this amazing maintenance group that we have. It's pay one price It's $75 gets you into it. And it's not like a, it's not a 91 day thing. It's like a forever thing. So it provides a place for you to pop in at any time and ask as many questions as you need while you're working through your maintenance journey. So there's four phases to finally and forever. There's lose your weight. So that's why most of you are here. Then there's solidify your weight. This is where you got to put time in to allowing your body time to adjust to your new weight, to adjust your body temperature, your blood flow, your metabolism, your hormones, like everything around your new weight. So your new weight then becomes your new norm. And so that can be, you know, a couple months, right? And so a lot of people will choose to do the program again to solidify your weight, their weights. And so you're going through the program again, you're getting even more in tune to your body's needs. Obviously, you're working on managing your stress and leveling up your health and wellness and all that. So there's a benefit to repeating the program again, even when you're not looking to lose weight in terms of leveling up your health and wellness, right? But we do give you another technique called personalizing the plan that you can use to also solidify your weight. So we're not expecting you to sign up again. Um, and so then there's the testing the waters. Now that you've lost your weight, you've put time into helping your body solidify your weight. This is where you start to live your life. You maybe start to have that pizza, the burger and the fries, you know, kind of be relaxed on the routine, you know, and being mindful and trying to understand what now maintenance looks like and feels like to you, especially fluctuations because your weight is going to continue to fluctuate. That's just normal. All the reasons that your weight is up while you're looking 
looking to lose weight, the same reasons why your weight will be up and fluctuate while you're maintaining your weight. So getting to and getting to trust, getting to trust that you're not going to gain this weight back, you know, to reinforcing those habits that you've the new habits you've created and kind of reinforcing those, continuing to work through issues and associations, and, which is really interesting. And then you get to that fi- that fourth stage, which is go live your life, right? You've lost your weight in a healthy way, physically, mentally, you're in tune to your body's needs. You know what your body needs. This is where you wake up, you look good, you feel good, you make, you you eat when you're hungry. You know what I mean? You make choices that make you feel good. Sometimes you make choices that make you feel good because it's a margarita and a burger and fries, whatever that is. And then we give you this technique um, of back on track so that when you ever do find yourself indulging, you go, you do a little bit of back on track for a couple of days and then you get back to wake up like, you know, look good, feel good, live your life. So there's a, there's a massive process to that. And so, so back to that, you've lost your weight. Now you, the next step for you is to solidify your weight. So you can do that by repeating the program, or you can do that by using the technique called personalizing your plan, which we're going to go through and cover at the end. It, regardless, if you've reached your goal today, you still want to follow through on the rest of the program and the process. So you still want to follow it through because we're not done because you got to get you got to get even more in tune to your body's needs, right? Eat, eat according to your body's needs, which every day is a little different. So there's a lot to be learned. So even if you've reached your goal today, you still want to follow through on the rest of the program and the process. And so at the end of the program, we're going to talk about maintenance. And so what happens is a lot of people are in the maintenance group right with that and there's daily posts we go live there's conversations like it's it's whole it's a whole other vibe it's a whole other thing happening in that maintenance group um, and some people are members of that maintenance group and then also repeating the program again so they are in this group solidifying their weight and then we're they're in the maintenance group and we're having conversations about it so here's what you can do what what i suggest to you is go listen to our way in wednesday conversation or my maintenance live so every monday i go live in the maintenance group and talk about maintenance and then on Wednesdays we have this whole way in Wednesday conversation we have a panel so it's group manager Kim of this group Odette who's the manager of the maintenance group and usually joined by one of our members in maintenance and we talk about certain things that people are talking about while in maintenance right like do you know do I go for more or you know I'm trusting that they're going to be able to solidify their weight or you know there are a variety of different conversations that are happening so I think it's such a benefit personally to be a member of both groups to be working through your weight loss journey and be in the maintenance group to know what maintenance is all about and the kind of conversations that we're having it's kind of like we're all on the road to disneyland and it's like having a map of the park right so you're now planning that not only just driving to disneyland and getting there because then once you get there then you got to deal with everything that you know like lineups of where you're going to go and where you, where the bathrooms are and where you're going to eat and all that stuff so to me being a part of the maintenance group or knowing what's going on in maintenance is like having a map of the park so once you reach disneyland then what right so so before you uh, join the maintenance group i suggest you go over to the to the podcast and listen to the kinds of conversations that we're actually having in there which you may find really fascinating now our goal is to not have people continue to sign up. I want you guys to lose your weight, move on with the rest of your fucking life and never look back. That's my goal for you. (laughs) But there definitely is a transition and there's a, you know, there's a process to that. Um, But I would like to get you out of that sooner or or later, right? And that's what the maintenance group is all about. You do not have to join the maintenance group to have the maintenance information. Uh, The last week of the program, we're going to tell you everything. It's in the book. There's the maintenance stuff is all in the book. So if you want to read ahead, it's actually in the book. There's a whole um, bit on maintenance. It's also in the app so if you're using the app there's a there's a maintenance guide that you have access to so it's in there so go take a look go look around and kind of feel it out feel it out um but regardless if you if you're getting close to reaching your goal you do want to follow or reach it you want to follow through on the rest of this program process we're going to break it all down the next the fall program is already halfway sold out like 
already halfway sold out. I think because of that big one day sale that we had already halfway sold out. You do have time to get signed up, but I wouldn't sit on site. If you do think that you want to sign up for that uh, fall program, get signed up sooner rather than later. But to me, there's no downside of also being part of the maintenance group. It's a cool group. It's a cool vibe. There's lots to be learned. It's a great value. $75. That's it. Pay one price and you're in there for as long as you need. You can ask as many questions as you need. So hopefully that helps. I got to go, you guys. Wow. Um, I just love where we're at. It's such a great place to be. You know why? I think because I know that if you're here and you made it to this point, you're going to be here at the end. So it's just a matter of leveling up, having these conversations, you know, just turning up that internal volume, digging deep, you know, figuring out what more you can do to keep this process going, hanging around, <laughs> following through. And that's the next thing is following through and finishing. Some of you are going to start sabotaging um, because you're going to realize this could work for you. So that's that's something to keep in mind as well. Um, we got so much more to talk about. We got some great guests still coming up. Um, we are like far from done around here. I'm excited where you guys are at. I hope you're feeling the same way. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Uh, remember that we do turn all these lives into podcasts are available over on Away Machina podcast. And remember also that if you do ask a question on the live and we don't, I don't answer it live, which there's so many, please don't stop asking. But other than that, just copy and paste it, put it over on the question of the day post within the group and the team will give you a written response over there. Have an amazing day, everyone. And I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.